This is Maurice Jones-Drew, and you're listening to the What's Brewing Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for West Coast Bias. The show brought to you all the way from the best coast. It's the West Coast Bias, that is. Aw, yeah. Hello, and welcome to West Coast Bias. I'm your host, Jake Merfield. I'm joined by a good friend. Jamal Pardis at Jamal no at Champs over ten fifteen Jamal how are you doing good good to hey two weeks in a row we're 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 I th- um, October is coming up it's sports Armageddon and especially for a big city like L A and us on West Coast bias we're gonna have a lot of stuff to talk about oh yeah and uh, basketball is almost starting you know it's, hockey it, yeah, hockey baseball baseball po- postseason yeah, NFL I mean it's just nuts it's and, sports uh, Armageddon it's my favorite time of the year this is West Coast bias so we're talking some West Coast sports mostly L A Lakers Dodgers you know, Jamal just went down the rundown um, on Twitter at wb West Coast bias email for the show wb dot West Coast bias at gmail dot com. And uh, soon a sub-sack coming to you. Uh, still, I, I made some progress today, Jamal. We're almost there. Maybe by next week. <laughs> but uh, we're, looking, we're looking okay. And, of course, all this is taking place on the What's Brewing Show Network. We appreciate your support. Uh, you know, tell a friend to listen to all the wonderful shows on this little network. We really, uh, you know, we like to do it, and we'll keep doing it. Uh, but, um, uh, Jamal. Yes. Uh, what do you want to talk about first? Uh, big day. Uh, finally, some Lakers news. Not, not... Not a lot, but obviously today media was media day. day. Yeah, media day. It's when today it, was yesterday. No, it was today. Okay, it was today. First day of media day. Um, obviously, the, well, maybe it was yesterday. Ah, no, no, it was yesterday. You're right. Um, it was, uh, you know, all the stories that are attached to this team, um, what they look like uh, in terms of them. Just forget being on the basketball court. What they look like with, uh, you know, AD LeBron. Westbrook, uh, um, Patrick Beverly there um, as a squad, um, just in terms of the body language, all those body language doctors were trying to figure out, um, um, you know, was everybody on firmly terms, that kind of stuff. Obviously, Pat Beverly always has something to say, you know. Um, he said that uh, his favorite LeBron clip was when he blocked his shot <laughs> last year, uh, made LeBron laugh media day. But it's just, uh, it's one of those things where, a lot gets said and nothing gets said. Um, I just wanted to pull out the quote of the day. Um, they asked Darvin Ham if Russell Westbrook is a starter, and he said emphatically, "No," um, emphasizing that there are, the roles have not—you know—they haven't even practiced yet together as a team. The roles have not been defined on this team, and that there are no guarantees. <laughs> is LeBron a star? <laughs> I mean, is he could have said that. Yeah, he could have said that about anybody. Say, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's what I—that's what I mean. It's like they say a lot. Uh, and then they don't say anything, basically. Um, yeah, totally. So it, LeBron it, said he hates the Celtics. Yeah, well, that's hey, good. That's good. <laughs> we that's have the, good. we hate the Celtics too. At least he understands. He understands the game. <laughs> he yeah. understands. He's smart. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, the only uh, I guess some good news coming out of it was that Kendrick Nunn, um, who we did not see at all last year, um, is um, able to um, perform all basketball. Um, activities without any issue there's no restrictions on him um so we will get to see kendrick nunn play this year that's fun one of the 50 guards that the the, the lakers have so and no wings no wings so that'll be fun can they get jay crowder 
Um, I they, want Jake Crowder. They could, but... He's old. He, he fits. Yeah. I was going to say, were we, were we complaining about their age? Slowly, this team went from getting younger to uh, just about the same as last year. All of a sudden, you're going to have a very uh, veteran, uh, and I mean veteran in the sense of they've played more games than uh, than Methuselah uh, uh, combined, you know, together. So, um, yeah, I guess Jake Crowder is an option, but I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, I think the Suns are trying to trade him, right? They're not even... He's not going to training camp. They're trying to... They're they, trying to they, trade they him. They mutually agreed that they're going to try to Tra- trade him. Yeah. But, so, I mean, obviously they want a player. Right. So what, what are they going to trade him for, you know? know? Yeah, exactly. If, if you're telling me it's straight up Westbrook for Jake Crowder... Dunn? Oh, Kendrick Nunn? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the funny thing is, that's how... That's how desperate this team is. They ha- they actually need Kendrick Nunn because yeah. they still need shooters. You know, as comp- uh, the way they are composed, they still don't. You can't tell me that there's a, a shooter on this team that you can trust. And if Kendrick Nunn is healthy, then he's probably going to be their best shooter. From take that however you want. Um, so, you know, the, they can't. They can't even go get Jay Crowder. I take that as a harbinger of doom. Is what yeah, I take that as. Yes, yes. But I mean, we'll if we're going to do early predictions, I, I thought. Yeah, what do you think about the Lakers? I, I think they're, they're, honestly their ceiling is forty-seven wins, and that's bad. Because, Forty-seven. Yeah, Oof. yeah. I think that's their ceiling. Forty-seven. They are in a hard conference. Can you name one Western Conference team that's rebuilding other than the Thunder? Mm, no. Yeah. No. The thun- the th- it's the Thunder are, are rebuilding, and you can't even really say they're rebuilding. They're just very young. They lost their number two pick. Um, what's his name? San Antonio sucks, don't they? Oh, I guess so. Yeah, you're right. That's probably that's probably the closest. They've they've kind of done a full. Uh, the Warriors suck, don't they? Uh, breakdown. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, like yeah they're yeah, defending yeah. champs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would say that San Antonio, even more so than Oklahoma, I mean, more than the Thunder, um, yeah. they've done a complete breakdown of, of the team that they've had the last couple of years. Um, other than that, there really isn't anybody in the Western Conference you can say. I mean, probably most teams look at the Lakers. Sackdown? They just suck. There's no. It's they, not rebuilding. They perpetually they're just, suck. They just perpetually suck. But even then, they suck last year. And they always beat the Lakers. And they always beat the Lakers, yeah. They always figure out. They've figured out ways to beat the Lakers these last <laughs> couple <of> years. <clears throat> so they're just. It's hard. I Houston, mean, fifty. I yeah. We've gone to Houston games. You and I against the, these last couple of versions of the Lakers, and they because all they do is shoot, yeah. they're not. They're never not in a game. So that's what I mean. It's like it's very hard pressed to find a team in the West that the Lakers might not struggle against, even if they're fully healthy, just because of where we are in the NBA landscape. And Anthony Davis is a twenty-two to one odd to be Defensive Player of the Year. You I would take that bet. No, I would take the. Uh, I don't know. I would. Take well, of course, you take a field, but I mean, field. like, you know, yeah. do you no. think those are th- those are appealing odds to bet on? No, you don't have faith in Anthony Davis no. this year. To no, be good? I don't. I, I not not that he's not going to be good. I just don't have faith that the guy that we saw in the bubble actually exists. I think that was the one and done thing. Um, I think that uh, the injuries have accumulated, and I until I see him act like he wants to be there, because sometimes it looked like he didn't the last couple of years, mm-hmm. um, or act like he wants to be there and have an impact on the game, then no, I wouldn't take those those odds. Utah might not be that good. Yeah, but they still haven't done the full breakdown. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. they right now they've really only what they've gotten rid of Boan Bogdanovich and uh, and um, Spider Mitchell. Yeah, right, Donovan Mitchell. Um, but I don't necessarily think that that translates them into being... They're a worse team than they were last year, but does that translate them being worse than the Lakers? I don't but know. at least the Lakers are going to open up 2-0 because so they have two gimmies. Oh, yeah, the Clippers and the Warriors, yeah. of course. Yeah, of so course. we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and that's the other thing. They're, they're, 
early games? Warriors, Clippers, Portland, Denver, Minnesota, Denver. Yeah, those are hard. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's tough. Step up your schedule. That that could be an zero in six start to the season. It, theoretically, I yeah. mean, theoretically, really could. Yeah, and it, not and them not necessarily playing bad during it, just because those are all very good teams. And the Lakers had uh, have had their difficulties playing against those teams the last. But if few they years. come out hot, then yeah. it could be a yeah, it could be a hard. Could be like, hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. At least but you got the 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 hard part out. They of have the way. to guard against having you know hor- horrible deflation if they have a slow start because of right. the tough schedule. Right. But they have the chance to really get some you know they gather pick themselves up some ground. If they can, yeah. If they can if they can play well. Yeah. If they're and, if they're, know, if they're up a lot, I mean, then you're talking about this is a 50 win team and they're not in a play in for one. Golden State's doing their ring thing that night too, right? Yes. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean sometimes, it, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, are you saying it's going to be the Juan Toscana Anderson revenge game? He's going to see. I guess he's going to get his ring, and he's going to. Where gonna, did they get him? By the way, they got him like at the that. end of the. They got him at the end of not the end, but like uh, on that first frenzy of the day. They probably got him towards the end of the day in terms of free agency. And he's a really long uh, D wing, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, but also like the tenth man on a championship team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're asking him to now step up and be like the eighth or sixth, seventh best player on your team, you're in trouble. <laughs> it's like you know. Uh, no, <laughs> but now he's their starting small forward. <laughs> oh God, no! Well, I mean, LeBron is. LeBron is. Troy Brown? No, no, no. no. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, what do you think? You know, you, so you think when you look at the Lakers versus, <coughs> let's say, the Nets. Oh, train wreck wise, who's the bigger train wreck? Who's 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 the better team? You'd still have to say the Nets, just because there's. It's funny because they're on like parallel tracks. So, yeah, you know. but I th- I think if Ben Simmons plays as well as he did the last time we saw him healthy, just a, a, a distributor um, and a defender, then they're obviously better because they don't have that f- coming from Westbrook. If you're talking starter yeah. on starter, I, uh, Kyrie Irving, you can you could argue that Kim Durant, Kyrie Irving versus LeBron and uh, Anthony Davis is a wash, but then when you look at Ben Simmons versus Russell Westbrook and what they do well. You much rather have Ben Simmons on your team than Russell Westbrook right now because Russell Westbrook doesn't defend. He doesn't shoot well, neither does Ben Simmons, but um, at at least he can distribute. Which I don't know that Russell Westbrook is is has ever been that player, even though with all the assists, it's it's not quite the the kind of guy who's um, he has to do it all versus kind of getting into the flow of things like uh, Ben Simmons would. And Ben Simmons is just a way better defender. But you are neglecting the Kyrie train wreck factor right. because he's their major i mean they, they really have two train wrecks but yeah but you know i think simmons is less of one maybe yes but, but i mean uh, Kyrie and the and the gm are already fighting they already were almost fired their coach right. at the very least with the lakers they have already got rid of their coach right you, know, you have that fresh start love going on theoretically and, and, and you could argue that westbrook is uh probably respects darvin ham uh more than uh than there's still Ky- the possibility that westbrook <coughs> could not be a Right, uh, an absolute. I mean, I don't know. Just, just the it, Nets it, are just nuts to me. It, it, to me, it would be like Westbrook isn't hurting your team behind the scenes, whereas Kyrie Irving could definitely do that, and he has actually. I mean, just all the other stuff he's done. So Kyrie blames the GM for you know uh, not giving him like hundred million dollars. Kevin Durant wants Steve Nash fired, and Ben Simmons can't shoot free, can't shoot outside of can't shoot two two feet. <laughs> yeah. You know? So I don't know. I mean, I think it's interesting to kind of match those two teams up. Hopefully, 
you know, the Lakers are more successful. But yeah. um, all right, well, you know, I the the games are coming quick, fast. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, I can't believe it. The NBA season starts so damn early. Yeah, but um, you know, anything else about the Lakers before we move on to? No, Warriors? I think we'll see, we'll see what else uh, comes up. I mean, I what we got is what we've got. Um, I think anybody's still looking for. Uh, a way out of the situation it's not going to come easy it's probably not going to come anytime soon um this is just going to be one of those things that uh will have to play itself over the course of the season yeah all right well go dodgers wah wah yeah hey go dodgers you know they don't they they have it all figured out and they're perfectly set up for a, a easy uh, october and what do you really believe? Yeah, well, you know, hey, congratulations to them. They clinched the number one seed in the National League, um, which is really important for anybody who, you know, like myself, who's a Dodger nut. Last year they had to go win game five in San Francisco, a tough game five. Then they had to fly to Atlanta and play games one and two to start the NLCS because they were the wild card team. Um, and, and they had no home uh, home park advantage through through the playoffs, through the postseason. Uh, and we all know how that went. So you put yourself behind the eight ball there. So, you know, for them having to have those kind of advantages this year is, is great. That's what you definitely want. Um, they won't have to play in that wacky wild card series that's going to start the postseason now. Um, they'll get five days off, which is really important with all the injury situations that they find themselves in. Dustin May, um, who they got back from um, Tommy John surgery in the middle uh, late summer, uh, now is going to be done for the season because of back spasms so he's on the 15 day DL the obviously there isn't 15 games left so they're going to try to get him back in time for the postseason and which can happen it's just a it's a more of a back issue than it's not an arm issue which is a good thing um but obviously it hampers you when you pitch um Tony Gonsolin their uh their best starter for most of the season uh he's gonna do his first rehab um uh assignment down in Oklahoma coming back from a uh, forearm strain. So if that goes well, then he'll definitely um, pitch one more time before the end of the season, and he'll be on the on the NLDS roster, which is good because it feels like um, any time you look up, they're losing a starter or, uh, or, uh, or having to shuffle things around. So um, the big news of the week for them essentially is, one, uh, they won their 106th game. It's their third straight time doing that in full season which is amazing when you consider um, the McCourt days or even worse, the Fox uh, sports-owned uh, days, how far this team is ahead of everybody else. Uh, yeah. I th- 106 wins three years in a row is like, uh, I think it's the first time anyone's done that um, since maybe the 30s Yankees. I was trying to figure, I couldn't remember if that was the correct team or maybe even goes back farther. Uh, essentially, no, sorry, it was since the 40s Cardinals. Um, essentially, it's just no one has done it since, uh, and that was in the middle of World War II where teams were losing guys left and right, and the Cardinals um, were fairly young and, and didn't lose a lot of people. Um, so, I mean, that's just amazing. Uh, you You cannot... Uh, do better than that. They're on pace to win 112 games, which would obliterate their record. Um, you know, they just have to win one more game to get set a season record. So, um, yeah, other than this, these issues with pitching going into October, um, you have to feel good if you're a Dodger fan, especially since they clinched uh, number one in the NL. And they have a potential clinch number one all the way into the World Series. They're, I believe they're five, five and a half games up on the Astros. So, as long as they maintain their distance, it, it's, uh, you know, it's a lock. This is the best team in baseball. Um, but that being said, they demoted their closer. Craig Kimbrell um, was, was ta- his job now, was taken away. What do you think away. about that? 
I'm fine with that. I I thought as soon as they didn't get Jansen, I thought they kind of had to go to a closer um, by committee um, um, situation. They traded for Kimbrel, you know, basically uh, salary swap, um, you know, and they traded AJ Pollock um, because he had a te- uh, he had a player option on his next year next year and he's already like 30 he was going to be 35 he's injury issues he hasn't even really hit that well um with the white Sox. um but kimbrell has struggled so much during the season um that it's just that he never was able to ramp himself into being the guy that they can rely on in the ninth inning i I thought i saw a statistic that they've already had 10 other guys get a save this year for for a lot of reasons you know either they're blowing somebody out and they let a guy pitch all the way through to save their their bullpen and their staff um or um you know kimbrell has shown that he can't pitch on back-to-back nights effectively you know that kind of situation they've played double headers so obviously you're not having guys pitch both games sometimes um and they've been very effective. They have one of the best bullpens in baseball. Um, even with injuries that they've had there, they've been able to shuffle guys in and out and find effective guys to come in and shut t- teams down. Um, and it's just the way baseball is now. You don't have these defined roles a lot of the times. Uh, you know, pitchers don't go as far as they used to uh, in terms of starters. So you're using your bullpen guys a lot more. And, and they've figured out a way to have an uh, effective bullpen to get them through games. So, um it's what I would I like to have somebody that can go to all the time in the ninth inning. Sure. But um, does it really matter in the postseason these days? No, both, both these last, actually these last few years, the, in 2019, the nationals had a, uh, one of the worst bullpens in baseball and they won the world series, just kind of a hodgepodge of guys coming in and being effective to get them through October. Obviously the Dodgers, everybody remembers those, uh, those games in, in Texas, when they won the World Series, they were having to piece together guys because Jansen wasn't effective. The schedule was difficult because there was no uh, off nights uh, for travel and stuff like that. And uh, and even last year, the Braves were they didn't have a defined closer and they were throwing anybody out there um, to get the the twenty seven outs and it worked. And I think that's where baseball is going, um, and that's the way the Dodgers are going to have to figure it out for October. And I'm okay with that. I think that's one of those spots that um, if you told me. Um, they wouldn't have a defined closer. I, I think I would say it's no big deal because they haven't really had one um, much of this season in terms of effectiveness, um, and they've made it work. All right. Well, the uh, Dodgers didn't need a closer in that first game against the uh, Cardinals. Uh, they got <laughs> no. destroyed eleven nothing. Yeah. But and, uh, and Kimber was effective. He, he he got through that in his one inning in like six pitches. It was. It's, it's like there you go. But um. Uh, that was the game where Pujols hit, uh, what, six ninety nine and seven hundred or yes. seven hundred seven hundred one. Six ninety nine uh, and seven hundred. Yep. What What do you you know? Uh, what do you think of that game, or what do you think about that moment, or any of that? Uh, I think it's great, a historical moment. Obviously, there are a lot of Dodger fans who think fondly of Pujols um, because he was on the team last year, and he was sort of like he was sort of like a bright yeah, spot. Yeah, if you wouldn't have had that, we'd totally be like, ah, screw that guy. But yeah, I mean, exactly. it was kind of nice, and he got to do a Dodger Stadium, yeah. so I think. It yeah. was a nice moment. Right? Yeah, it was like one of those things where uh, the him him having been on the team and 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 sort of kind of being a, a clubhouse leader last year, um, and then being able to come back and and mentioning how basically that rejuvenated him. He was ready to retire, and that rejuvenated him after being let go by the Angels. Um, and he wanted to give it one more shot of a year to see if he can keep going, and he he did. I will say this sarcastically. I don't know how much of a genius Andrew Friedman is if he let the 
Pujols go. I mean, <laughs> there was your there was your right-handed uh, DH right there. I mean, the guys, and he hasn't just been uh, hitting right uh, left-handed pitching. I mean, he was destroying right-handed pitching too. Um, most recently, the number seven hit, seven hundred was hit off of Bickford. Um, but yeah, it's a great thing to watch. Um, you know, one of those historic things. Everybody loves Albert Pujols. Um, uh, glad he got it out of the way and that the Dodgers won the rest of the series and, and showed how good they could be um, the, the rest of the way. Uh, just a couple names. You tell me how you feel they're they're doing closing in on the end of the season. Uh, Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman's going to win the batting title. Um, first Dodger to do that since 1962. No, 63. Yeah, 328 average. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, you know, uh, keep him healthy and happy. And, uh, the batting title is just off average, yeah? Yeah, just off average, yeah. Um, but still, uh, some, you know, leading the league in hits, you know, that's what you want out of your yeah. number three guy, especially if Trey Turner and uh, Mookie Betts are getting on base. Yeah, Mookie and, and Trey. What yeah. about them? Oh, uh, Mookie's kind of struggling here recently. I think he was 5 of 30-something, you know, uh, like hitting only um, like 150 over the last uh, two weeks. Yeah, averages is uh, all the way down to under 270. Yeah, uh, before that he was hitting around 280 actually, um, and he's kind of struggled. Although he did get his first walk-off hit um, last week against the uh, – Against the Diamondbacks, um, for, um, you know, ironically, in a game that Kimbrel Brule blew, yeah, and uh, he was able to. Mookie saved his butt. Mookie saved his butt. Um, so first time he gets a walk. That was off a game he was Dodger. sitting in, right? Yeah, he yeah, he, pin- he pinch hit, and he was first game that he was able to get a walk off on as a Dodger. Gonna, he's going to be really important to the team, um, uh, obviously in October, but he really needs to start hitting again because when he gets on base. Uh, if Trey gets on base, then you have Freeman cleaning that up um, pretty easily. And then depending on who they put in that fourth spot recently, Muncie, Will Smith, um, that it just a lot of pitchers, especially starters, just end up having to see um, a lot of uh, a lot of them. And um, they're you're getting into the bullpen a lot faster. Uh, two guys that were struggling early. Muncie and uh, Bellinger. Yeah, uh, Bellinger. He had like a what you would consider an average week, but better for him. I mean, I think he had like two seventy six for the week. Still under two hundred after the All Star break. Yeah, um, but you know he's so important in 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 this in uh, in the outfield that uh, there's no way he's not on the postseason roster. It might just be a platoon thing against right handers. You'll see him more often uh, against left handers. He won't because um, there are other options. Um, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. Um, he's he's had a couple of good games here recently, but that can disappear real fast with him. And what about Muncie? Muncie, uh, he's kind of struggled a little bit here. He had a better August, um, but he's still an effective uh, hitter for sure. Looks a lot better than he did at the beginning of the se- or most of the season, but that might have been more to do with his physical uh, issues um, post uh, uh, elbow injury. And uh, JT. Oh, JT's been on fire. I mean, he's had one of the best. Each month, he's gotten better and better. Yeah, his average going up and up and up. Yeah, um, you know, three thirty-eight in the last or, or since the All Star break. Yeah, uh, he was hitting two forty-six at the end of June, and he's he's hitting. I think was he like two two eighty-seven or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, even this past month, he was hitting uh, over four fifty at one point, like twenty hits and like only fifty at bats. That's pretty good. So, do you think all these guys like they still are one of the most potent lineups in baseball? Yeah, right. And and you think that'll hold when they go into the playoffs? Like, yeah. Yes. the better pitching. Yeah, I know that's kind of a big concern. That's right? always a big concern. But I mean, look, they play, they, they went up against uh, Jordan Montgomery, who was supposed to be really good, a left-hander, um, got let go by the the Yankees, and then he went crazy, like six and zero to start after the trade deadline, and they they beat him up. 
you know. Uh, yeah, because I mean, they they got shut down. Uh, uh, what was it against? Maybe against the Padres. Uh, against one of these guys who was a real no. Those Diamondbacks. They had the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got shut down by that guy. But like, it seems like when they go into these big matches against these big pictures, pitchers, they're generally doing pretty well, right. regardless, right? Right. And Wayne, uh, Adam Wainwright, you know, he's been effective, even though he might be in his last season here um, as a Cardinal. They beat him up on uh, not not. You know, they only he only went three innings. You know, they they were up on him for four runs uh, uh, just like that. And that's kind of the way the team is. And frankly, even with better pitching, as long as you're making them work and then you can get into bullpen, bullpens in the playoffs, uh, that's really where, where it comes out uh, in terms of who's going to win these games. Uh, and the Dodgers have that ability when all these guys are doing well. I mean, you're talking about having to deal with six guys um, when you're talking about going from Mookie to, let's say, uh, 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 Muncie. Uh, you know, with JT, Trey, Will Smith, uh, Freeman, uh, all in there. If all those guys are hitting, then it's going to be. A, it doesn't matter who's pitching because it, it, you're gonna you're gonna get them get them out of the games early. Teams are gonna have to go to their bullpens, and if you're effective against bullpens, then uh, you're winning games. So you know, with that last loss they had uh, to who they last the Cardinals, the Cardinals. Yeah, they eleven nothing loss. That. Took him out of the running for having tying the best record right. in history. So now we don't have to worry about that no. anymore. I mean, they're still on pace. Not to that win they a, were going to. Right, but they're still on pace to win 112 games. What, I think. What yeah. I'm saying is that now it's just, you know, you already are going to blast your the team record. Right. So just get ready for the playoffs right. and get in there. Now, who's a bigger mess? Chargers or Rams? Oh, uh, definitely Chargers. Definitely right. Yes. It's so sad. It 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 is. Things I mean, look so bright when they beat the Raiders in opening opening uh, the opening weekend. Right. And that, then it's just oh my god. They got trounced at home, thirty eight ten to the to the Jaguars. And they lost their best offensive lineman. Yep. Maybe right. Herbert is hurt. Herbert's hurt. Keenan Allen didn't play. Killed me in fantasy. They lost their best defensive lineman. Yes. I think they got a, a safety or a, or a defensive back who's who's not quite. Yeah, going JC yet. Jackson. Yeah. It's just it's it's brutal. Yeah, like, they the got. Charge, they I have a soft spot in my heart for the Chargers, and this can't get anything going because it's just like, ugh, Jake, it's so sad. Let me give you show some, me your lightning bolts. Uh, let me give you like a ray of hope. What is it? The AFC West might suck. We they thought might. they were, we thought that was going to be a tough conference uh, yeah. division. They might suck. Denver, Denver, can, yeah, Denver can't figure out offense. The Raiders are the Raiders, and the Chiefs. The, I mean, the Chargers. If Herbert doesn't get hurt in that game. They were winning that game, you know. Uh, they the the division might suck. It might be a situation where like they struggle early, but they get going because they're playing their those teams. I they mean, better suck. Yeah, the division the sucks. Dis- you know, the division sucks. I mean, the Chargers could beat the Broncos twice. They could beat the Raiders again, and they could uh, beat the Chiefs. And that's that's. I don't think you're gonna have any players left. Yeah, well, that's the problem. And it's funny too. You hear like you know on low key on the podcast, nobody is coming out right and saying it, but like across the NFL landscape and media and the fantasy world, everybody's like. The undertone is the Chargers uh, training staff is, uh, you know, is is piss poor yeah. and are actually hurting their players and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's like, man, oh man, that's a tough rep to have. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, there's the other they don't have a home field advantage. Well, all that's that. a whole. Nother, I mean, but I'm just one. saying there's all these intangibles that all of a sudden after three weeks is looking like uh, they're really against the poor Chargers there. You yeah, know? It's, I it's was rough. quite surprised about that. I mean, the, I mean. The Jags might be on the up. I mean, they won their the game the week before twenty two. But thirty eight to ten. Yeah, Come at on. home. At home, that's that's bad. Thirty eight to ten at home. Yeah, that's bad. You can't have that. Yeah. Now they're going to Texas, facing the Texans. I mean, they should be able to win that game. They should be able to win that game. But, but will it, they? I don't. Know. I don't know. I two mean, ten a.m. on the road starts next. Back to back. They got to win those. Come on, Bolts. They have to. I mean, hopefully they're in desperation mode. Me, the Rams have won two in a row. 
Yeah. But, but, but I mean. Who's the starting running back? Well, the problem is uh, Cam Akers is not being effective. He fumbled in the end zone. Uh, you know, the score should have been better than 20 to 12, but he fumbled uh, a touchdown away when they could have put the game away. Um, Daryl Henderson is just okay. Um, he, he'll, you can actually hand the ball off to Daryl Henderson and he'll run. He won't go very far though. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I'm starting to worry about that receiving core. No, uh, Van Jefferson so far for the season. Tutu Atwell has proven he's to almost be, back. Yeah, I know, but yeah. he's still, you know, he hasn't played at all. Tutu Atwell has started, has just shown to be probably their worst draft pick of the last few years. Um, and so they're basically just throwing a Higby and, and, uh, and, um, and uh, obviously Cooper Cup. And uh, it's worked so far, but that's not going to work all season. I thought the Rams were supposed to have a good offense. They are, but some of those pieces, I mean, if Cam Akers... It Aker, doesn't seem like it's doing that great. If Cam Akers can, can't get off and Daryl Henderson is just Daryl Henderson and you only have two receivers, you're not going to have a very good offense. I mean, what? Who? you know, teams can just uh, shadow two guys, don't have to worry about you running. It's, it's going to be a struggle all year if they can't figure some things out here. And waiting around to eight, week eight to bring OBJ in, whether they're still going to do that or not, um, is not a good recipe when you have such a tough schedule. Yeah, and they're like bottom 10 in total yards. They're yeah. like uh, middle of the pack in scoring. It's yeah. just, I mean, if it wasn't, their defense is great. I mean, obviously the cards did not have any comeback in them. They didn't give up a touchdown. Um, you know, they did give up, uh, I think they gave up more yards to the cards, but it was only like four and a half yards per play. And the cards are train work anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was, uh, they were just six of 18 on third down. You know, like I said, no touchdowns. It was in Arizona. That can, you know, so playing on the road can be tough, but the it's this is one of those teams that the Rams are usually beating. I think they're eleven. Um, Sean McVay is like eleven and one against the Cards in Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. So yeah, you, now you have potentially two tough games. You might have de- uh, you have the Niners at the Forty ers Well, but their offense doesn't look that great either. But still, yeah. I mean, it's still a division game, and yeah. I'm not going to take take that for granted. And I it's mean, on the road. Yeah. It's on the road. Uh, but then you have possibly have the Cowboys with Dak coming back. I don't know. I mean, yeah. those are games that you see seem very winnable. Yeah. But I don't know with the way this team's playing. I wouldn't be surprised if they lose either of those games. I wouldn't be surprised, um, but they shouldn't because their defense is really good. Their defense is really good. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I, I if, don't, you t- if you if you're telling me that you get to play the Cowboys and it's Cooper Rush and you're at home, but I don't know it's gonna be Cooper Rush. It might be Dak Prescott. Yeah, even with that Dak Prescott, the Cowboys did not look that good. So All right. I'll yeah. take your word for it. Yeah, agree to disagree. I guess. I mean, they're they're, they're last. At least they're two and one. Yeah, but they're one and two. Yes, yes. All right. Well, you got anything else you want to say, Jamal? Oh uh, no, just a uh, uh, quick news, uh, big news the, uh, today that came out. The uh, MLS. Did you knock Marge up again. You're gonna have another kid. No. Third child. God Jamal. No. God no. Get fixed. I don't want to be 60 walking around <laughs> trying to take somebody to daycare. No, thank you. Um, Jamal, Tony Randall. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Tony Randall's bank account could afford it more than mine. Mm. Uh, no, uh, MLS uh, opener um, between LAFC and the uh, the LA Galaxy was going to be at the Rose Bowl um, to start the season on February 23rd. It was announced today. Um, the Rose Bowl announced it. The, the league announced it. That's a big showcase game for the league. Uh, to have your opener at uh, at the Rose Bowl, you know, for soccer, you can have up to seventy thousand people there. It's pretty uh, pretty cool news to uh, for uh, this the the league and for the two LA teams. So next year, I might get to join Mike in the uh, Rose Bowl uh, press box. Very cool. All right, well, cool. So uh, I guess we'll leave it at that. 
Got we're it. recording a uh, What's Bruin show momentarily. Yep. Mike's already here. Mike, good to yeah. see you. Yeah, there he is. Uh, so, uh, I guess until next time, Joel, what do we say? We're the West Coast. We're the best coast. We're West Coast bias. West Coast bias. Dude, bro, we place a ball on the West Coast. <laughs>